There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to the Milestone Pursuit podcast. It's Tuesday the 28th of September. It's London Marathon Week. And this week we've got a bit of a workout. But I am running the London Marathon on Sunday. So I don't really fancy a workout. So instead, this is one that I recorded some weeks ago, back in the summer, at around the time that England failed to win the European Football Championships. More on that in a minute. The session itself, it's a good one, it's a ladder session up and down so we're going to be working hard at that getting out of breath pace we're going to do 60 seconds 90 seconds 120 seconds 150 seconds 180 seconds and then back down 150 120 90 60 with 90 seconds rest in between everything Just follow my lead, follow my instruction, follow my timings. Go with me. And remember, it's like getting out of breath pace at the end of each rep, 5k pace. Working hard. Now, as I said, I recorded this the week after England lost in the final of the European Championships to Italy on penalties. And so this recording actually reflects a little bit on that and follows quite nicely actually the recording that I made on the day of the final. I made a recovery ramble before the final, which I think is episode 73 something like that anyway, I'll put it in the notes, something like that anyway, I'll put it in the notes, and this is a good one to reflect on now, because in this I talk about the way that the black players were treated after they missed their penalties, and reflect as to whether anything has anything has changed based on some of the things that I talk about has things changed and the reason I say that and the reason I find it interesting is it links quite nicely to a little story from my weekend just gone now some of you may know that I've got two young boys a nine, nearly ten year old now and a seven year old 
no, he's eight, sorry, eight-year-old. And they both play football. Under tens and under nines football. Now, in under tens and under nines football, you play against teams only in a, some kind of league construct, but without league tables. So no one really knows what the hierarchy is and that's all designed not to put too much pressure on the outcome for kids so it's each match in isolation just get on with it, play loads of informality rolling subs all that kind of stuff now one of the interesting things is officiating of these matches because like I said it's certainly not the World Cup final, it's not the Euros and there's no league to play for and it's just eight and nine year old kids playing football doing something they enjoy doing so the ref it tends to be informal no qualifications required just adjudicating whether it's a throw in or a corner that sort of stuff so my youngest match on one's match on Sunday had a parent as a ref because the ref that had been pre-organised dropped out the last minute was ill or something. So one of the parents stepped up to ref, and it's one of our parents, the parent of one of the boys in our team, and he awarded a very dubious penalty to our team very early in the match. And then, so let's say that's after 10 minutes, the match is 25 minutes each way with half time. Pretty much the whole of the next hour. This is across the road. The whole of the next hour was spent with their manager and their parents berating our parent volunteer ref who made a mistake. And every little thing was another reason that they had to feel hard done by. And another reason to get vocal. And by the end of the match, which they lost 2-1, and it could have been like 6-1, because our team hit the post several times and dominated the match. At the end, they got really upset and swearing audibly across the field and throughout the match I've held my tongue because I didn't want any of our boys who I'm not particularly responsible for other than my own who was playing I'm not the manager or the coach or anything of that team uh, I didn't want that to be a thing I didn't want that to be a distraction for them and also I hoped that they would calm themselves down but by the end when they hadn't and they were still swearing loudly I'd had enough I probably shouldn't have done but I just asked them what? why don't you instead of moaning on about the volunteer ref who made a mistake why don't you ask the children whether they've enjoyed themselves today or not and focus on that and not focus on the outcome 
you lost because you were cheated in your minds. And that's what they're saying, we were cheated. We were cheated out of a win. Well, yeah, the decision wasn't right. But were you really cheated? Don't know. Don't know the answer to that. They may feel cheated. But none of that excuses the behaviour. And surely we should be role modelling to our young children that the referee's decision is final. Football's a great game in that you always, I say this to my boys all the time, you always get another chance in football. There's always a chance to score a goal. But not if you're fixated on something that happened at the beginning of the match. So what are they teaching their children there? So I made this point. I didn't lose my temper. I kept it clean. Kept it reasonable. But I was trying to reason with the unreasonable. And that was my great learning. Figured that out once I got into this discussion. And then swiftly exited myself from it. To a chorus of abuse. Isn't that sad? Isn't that a sad reflection on the way that we think? And it's the fixation on the outcome that the boys, their mindset that their boys wouldn't have enjoyed the match because they lost, number one. And number two, because they were cheated. Now that was just one small incident in the match. These guys are eight years old. I know from my own experience of managing an under nines team, which my boy Finn plays for on a Saturday, that of course they like to win. And I'd like them to win too for their own confidence levels. But when they lose, it doesn't matter. And they don't care. They lose. And they have a snack, a little drink, I hug from their parents and they go and play in the playground together and go and have fun. It really doesn't matter. And the reason I say all this is because A, it's on my mind and I think, you know, I think it's really sad. And it sort of fits with the England story because the England story is one of process over outcome. Now, what did we learn about our England side during the Euros? What did we learn about winning or not? And I'll say it in this recording that, in my mind, they didn't actually lose. They drew one all and were marginally worse at taking penalties than Italy. That is it. Everything else is the same. But their treatment the way the players were treated would be completely different if one or two of them had scored a penalty that they missed. And that for me highlights the danger of a focus on outcomes. There are other dangers too like adopting a win at all cost mentality that leads to cheating. that leads to doping in endurance sport. 
but the big danger is the fixation on outcome and then how you treat yourselves and each other should you not meet the outcome that you desired. And this is where it relates back to our running and the London Marathon this weekend. For a lot of the people I'm working with, helping to get ready for the start line and for the difficult last 10k or so, that's a real focus. It's, you know, what does success represent to you? It might be a number, but it might also be a feeling. It might be that you want to run strong, you want to finish well. And in many cases that is true. Some are, some are up for a number, some are up for a process. But even those up for a number, we're thinking hard about how you get there and investing in the process to get there rather than the fixation on that number. And this is London Marathon, I think, is it's definitely one to be enjoyed for that, for that reason. It's two and a half years since the last London Marathon. The last real one. We've been through a long process. And life's not all about the London Marathon. Running's not all about the London Marathon. But let's just use this as a moment in time. It's been a tough 18 months. We've all been through a very difficult process. We've all got ourselves ready now. You're in some sort of shape. You've invested in your training. In my mind, now is the time to go out and enjoy being part of a big event. Of course, try and do your training justice and set yourself up with a plan that's going to do that. But don't fixate on the outcome. Fixate on getting the most out of your experience. Fixate on enjoying your time on the streets, enjoying the crowds. Enjoying the event. And thinking in your training or sorry, thinking your race prep, what do you need to do from here to enjoy the race, enjoy the event? Now for some people of course that's about getting to a goal. But it might not be. And even if it is, what's the process going to be? to get you to that goal. Let's focus on that, step by step. Because the chances are, if you look ahead too much and think about the goal too much, then it becomes daunting. Your paranoid, anxious self will start to get in the way and it'll actually stop you from being able to deliver what you want. So break it all down, bit by bit, what you need to do this week to enjoy the event, to enjoy the process.
So there's just a couple of things in that before I sign off and hand you over to myself from a few months ago. And that is pacing, get your pacing right. I've seen it at races this weekend, the Berlin Marathon, the Hackney Half Marathon. People, including the greatest, Kenanisa Bikili, going off too fast and blowing up. And that definitely does not lead to an enjoyable event. You might enjoy it after, as you reflect, but it won't be much fun at the time. So get your pacing right and stick to your plan. Way too easy to get carried away with the excitement of being back together in a big event. Don't be that person that gets carried away. And the second thing is around your preparation. So it's pacing and preparation. There's quite a lot to think about this week. You've got a kit bag to prepare for you've got drop off days in advance, a lateral flow test, travel on the morning of the race without any kit other than the stuff you're going to run in or throw away. So there's loads to think about. Get your prep right. Spend a bit of time on it. You spent all this time running, getting fit, maybe doing your strength work, cross training. get yourself ready for those big long runs invest the same effort and energy in the process of preparing your logistics for the race okay and with that I'm going to leave you I'm going to go back to July and the sun was shining a bit and we were just enjoying the football I hope you enjoyed the session I'll be back again very soon for some more and in the meantime take care and if you're running the London Marathon good luck run well right today's Today's session is a ladder session. We're going to run all the reps at the same, same sort of pace, same sort of effort level. But we're going to go up the ladder and then back down the ladder the other side. We're going to do 60 seconds, 90 seconds, 120 seconds, 150 seconds, 180 seconds. And then back down, 150, 120. 90-60 and we're going to take 90 seconds rest between every single one of them nice and simple 60-90-150-180 sorry 60-90-120-150-180-150-120-90-60 done So for warm-up, just going to use the football field, slightly longer grass, 
than I would like. We'll do it anyway. So we're going to do some strides. So length of the football field, do some strides. We'll do six. Some drills and exercises on the way back. So I'm going to run probably three quarters of the length of the football pitch in one direction. Turn around, drills and exercises coming back in the other. So nice stride, stride it out. Let's get some movement in your legs. Good work. Hold it there. I'm just going to walk back now, walking up on my tiptoes. Stretching out my ankles, my calves, my feet, my toes. And I'm going to rock back, curl my knees up towards my toe, uh, curl my knees up towards my toes, curl my toes up towards my knees, straight leg. And on we go. And back onto your tiptoes. And rock back on your heels. And back onto your tiptoes. And back onto your heels. Okay, and we'll hold it there. And we're going to turn around and go into stride number two. When you're ready, take it away. Open the legs up. Trying to get heart rate up as well. Start lifting the pace a little bit. Okay, this time on the way back, we're going to go into walking lunges. Nice big stride, rear knee down towards the ground, hips and knees facing forwards, stretching out our glutes, our bum muscles, our hips, our quads, five or six on each leg. Totally lost count as normal. Loads of little buzzy flies in this grass. I can hold it there. I'm going to walk a couple of paces. I'm going to do some internal hip rotation. So, raising my right knee out to three o'clock on the clock face, bringing it round in front of me, over a little hurdle and down, imaginary hurdle. And on the left side, out to nine o'clock. A couple of paces. We'll do the right side. Trying to engage the glutes, trying to open up. The hips a little bit, same on the other side, and down, and keep rotating, switching legs, rotating your hip internally, get some good movement patterns going on. couple more and last one good feeling loose through the hips and stride number three when you're ready take it away
Good. Okay, we're going to go dynamic on the way back now. So we're going to go into playground skipping, nice big double bounce skips, like our children do. And we're ready, off we go. Tuck the knee up into the chest, double bounce, again working on your hips and your knees, keep your knees driving forwards, not across you, and jog. Good. Okay, let's try. Number four, take it away. Open up the legs. Good, hold it there. Skips again, exactly the same. When you're ready, take it away. And jog, well done. Good. Okay, and number five. We've got two more of these. Lift the pace now. Getting our heart rate up a little bit. Getting a little bit out of breath. Good. Okay, we're going to go into high knees. When you're ready, off you go. So knees up, flies parallel to the ground. And jog. Well done. Okay, and last drive, one more set of high knees, when you're ready, off we go, put your strides in, work it now, come on. Good, hold it there. One more set of high knees. And we're ready. Off we go. Get those knees up and down. Let's get them up now. Fast, 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 fast. Let's go. And jog. Well done. Just going to jog through to the other side of this hedge where the track is. I think it's finished now. I can get on there. I just like using a track for these sessions because it creates little markers for me.
you don't have to, you can do it anywhere. Just follow my timings. I remember today we're working at that pace where you're looking to be out of breath at the end of the rep. Take your 90 seconds rest, and then we go again. Good. A couple of people jogging around the track, they've moan it. Some good shape they could have. The lines aren't particularly well marked. Well mate the groundsman needs to get down here. But we know where we're going. That's not stress. We are doing 60, 90, 120, 150, 180, 150, 120, 90, 60. 90 seconds rest between each single one. And on we go. Getting out of breath at the end of each rep. Right. Start with our 60. Everything ready? All sorted. Laces done. Hair tied back. Drinks bottle deposited. Phone on. Secured. We're going to go in five, three, two, one, go. 60 seconds. Always a wake up call, the first one. Three seconds and hold it there. 90 seconds rest. Whew. I'll say I grew into that. Be generous. So go on my timings, I'll let you know where we're at. The 60's too short. It's over before you know it. But for now, I'll let you know where we are. So we're now into the 90. Nice and strong. Still got 45 seconds rest, loads of time.
30 seconds to go. So it's Tuesday, it's the 13th, Sunday the 11th, as England not quite making it over the line in the, in the Euros. How have you been, English supporters? How have you been, non-English supporters? Okay, right, we're going for rep number two, 90 seconds. We're going in five, three, two, one, go. 90 seconds. That same pace, 5K pace or effort level, out of breath at the end of the rep. working well done stay on it now Seventy-seven seconds. And hold it there. Ninety seconds rest, well done. Good. Take your breather. I actually recorded a piece about the England football team, the men's football team and the leadership of the men's football team on the afternoon of the game and I did that purposefully before the, before the game so I didn't want the result of the final to influence my own thoughts about what we were seeing. And there's loads of stuff written all over the place, unspoken about, all over the place about what has been brilliant about the England team and the leadership. So none of that's unique. But it now requires a postscript because what's happened afterwards I think has been extraordinary. I mean, forget the result. And all that. I mean, they didn't lose, did they? I mean, they didn't win the trophy but nor did they lose. They drew one all in my mind and just missed slightly worse at penalties than Italy. Because Italy weren't great at penalties either. Right, two minutes, we're going in five, three, two, one, go. I'm getting chased by a pug. Right, two minutes now.
Bayangin. Fly in my eye. Chased by a pug. Good work. Seventy seven. Well done. All the way now. Twenty seconds. And hold it there. Good work. Well done. Got your 90 seconds rest. So it's been awful the last 24 hours or so. But it's also been really heartwarming to say a vocal minority of people who are blaming England's black players and but at the same time Southgate's made some decisions that perhaps we don't all agree with like Saka taking the last penalty putting a lot of pressure on a 19 year old and some of the tactical things in the final itself but it's so easy to forgive because he's done so well to get England there but also to develop a squad of role models who are now working in unison against negative racist forces right two and a half minutes rest is starting to feel like less now isn't it we're going to go in five Three, two, one, go. Two and a half minutes, come on.
77. Come on, look. In. Come on. Last ten. Let's go. All the way and hold it there. Good work. Breathe in, 90 seconds rest. And then we go again. Five seconds and the really interesting thing I think about all of this the really telling thing is that obviously everyone was behind the country when England were winning and to my mind they never lost and getting to the final was brilliant but we're all happy to cheer them all then cheer Raheem Sterling's goals but when there's blame to be had not Southgate and his decisions, it's the black players that missed the penalty. Okay, we're going to go in 10 seconds into our three minute rep. This is the hard one. Okay, going in three, two, one, go. Three minutes. Come on then, let's work hard now for three solid good minutes. Stay honest now, come on.
77 Two minutes. Come on. 60 seconds of effort now. Last 20. Well done. All the way. And hold it there. Great work. Oh. Thirty seconds rest. Sorry, ninety seconds rest. And of course, in this ninety seconds of rest, literally got about sixty to go. The reason all of that's a, an issue of the magnitude that it is is because it's saying that when the black people are doing their jobs when they're making us happy giving us entertainment then all is well but if they step out of line then we clamp down on them we beat them and we talk about them as if they're servants or slaves and that is the nub of the issue subconsciously or consciously that's what we face right this is the really tough one 90 seconds rest after the 3 minute rep and then into 2.5 minutes so I lied before I'm sorry but this is the hard one we're going in 5 3 2 1 go 2.5 minutes
Good work. Oh, hard now. Seventy-seven. Come on. Well done. That's two minutes, come on. Last ten. And hold it there. Good work. Whew. Ninety seconds rest. Well done. All right, next is two minutes. We have well broken the back of this now. Forty-five seconds of rest, and we go again. For a good. 120 seconds worth of effort. Keep breathing in. I've got a good old sweat on. It's going to be warm this week. Summer's back. Warm and sunny rather than not just warm and rainy. Okay, we've got 10 seconds or so. A little bit more. Going in five, three, two, one, go. Two minutes. Legs have gone a little bit. Come on, let's find some more.
Well done. Keep going. Oh, blimey, 75. That's 25, come on. That's 10. Hold it there. Oh. Oh, fastest yet. Said my legs were going. And I found some more. How are you feeling? Oh. 90 seconds rest and we go again. For 90 seconds. seconds before we go again for our 90 second rep sweat's dripping in my eyes ok we've got 15 10 and we are going in 5 Three, two, one, go, 90 seconds. Come on, that's all it is, 90 seconds. All the way now. Working. Seventy six. All the way to the end. Five. Hold it there. 
Great work. Oh. Well done. One more to go. 60 seconds. Back down the ladder. To the very bottom. Still got 45 seconds rest. Breathe it in now. Let's see if we can hit the same mark that you hit at the beginning of the session for the 60. Perhaps slightly more. And break off now. It's only 60 seconds. We can do anything for a minute. If we put our mind to it. 30 seconds. Okay, we are going in 15. Whew. Last effort. Let's give it everything. We're going in five, three, two, one. Go, 60 seconds. Let's go. Come on. Give it everything you've got. Thirty-five. All the way, come on. Last ten. Everything now. And hold it there. Great work. Well done. Take your breather. Slowly walk to the goalpost. Get some stretches in. Goalpost in the middle of the pitch. That's in the middle of the athletics track. Oh, good session. Good ladder up and down bit of speed nice keep breathing in find your place for a stretch And into our stretches. So follow our usual routine. Like a bit of consistency. So we're going into a calf stretch. I'm pushing against the football goalpost, hoping it's in the ground properly. 
leaning right against it, pushing backwards with my knee, feeling the stretch in the top of the calf on the standing leg. It's a nice straight back leg. Feel that in the calf. The calves get a bit of a hammering when we do any kind of speed work. So good to give them a good stretch afterwards. And switch legs, do the same on the other side. Good. We're going to our uh, quads. This is the front of our thigh, picking our heel up to our bum, knees together. Standing one leg, hips forwards, hold on to my goalpost for a bit of balance. And switch legs, same on the other side. Good, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other now, so we're moving into our hamstrings. One foot in front of the other, my front leg is straight, I'm going to bend myself over the front knee. Feel that stretch down the back of my thigh, down towards my knee. And I'm going to switch legs to the same on the other side. Good. And we're going to move into our glutes. So this is our buttocks, where we're going to take a... Uh, a standing pigeon position, so I'll put my right ankle over my left knee, I'm going down into a squat. Lower I'll get, the stronger the stretch will be in those hips and back of the thigh into the bum. And switch, same on the other side. Good. Adductors, this is the inner thigh. It's a big wide gap now in between my feet. My toes are pointing forwards. My legs are straight, forming a triangle. And now I'm going to move my body weight onto my right side, bending my right knee, keeping my left knee straight, left leg straight, feeling the stretch down the inside of the left thigh. And I'm going to switch and do the same on the other side, feeling the stretch down the inside of the right thigh. Good. And last one is our hips, our kneeling position, like a lunge, big knee one, on one knee. Big gap between our feet. And pushing your body weight forward so the knee on the standing leg goes over the tips of the toes. And switch. Good. Excellent. Well done. We are all done. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the session. And I'll speak to you again very soon. And in the meantime, take care.